Hey, you guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of The Empowerment Project. I'm super excited to be here with you today. Honestly, I'm just super excited to finally be sitting down and available to record this podcast. I did not think, like, guys, I seriously look forward to when I get to sit down and record another podcast. I did not think I was going to love, like, love the whole podcast journey this much, but it is, like king to me right now like I love it I look forward to it like constantly and um like I really I am a talker don't get me wrong but when it comes to like talking for long periods of time that's never really been anything that I've done or considered like a strong suit so I really wanted to do the podcast for multiple reasons but one of them being um just to challenge myself to be able to put together messages and speak for a consistent amount of time and like not need anybody else here to kind of um, direct me and just be able to sit down and like share my heart in a like real raw real raw way and um, but this has really become something that I look I genuinely love like that I look forward to and I love writing the show notes for it like I always write show notes before I sit down to record a podcast so I can just kind of um, have some talking points and then share my heart from those talking points but uh, yeah it's something that I just can't wait to do I can't wait to just get sat down and do it but this week I have had such a hard time finding time to sit down and record like you know those weeks where it's just like oh one thing after another it's nonstop. and the night that you don't have anything going on suddenly you have like eight things going on and it's just like it just keeps piling on top of each other and so that has been this week for me so I'm finally sitting down and recording this podcast and I have been looking forward to it all stinking week so I'm really excited to finally just be here and just chill and just chat with you guys because I have a lot on my heart for tonight that I have been just preparing for I've had a lot of time to prepare because it's the end of the week and I'm just now getting to it but um yeah I am like genuinely so happy to be sitting here and just chatting with you guys like I am like it doesn't get any more real in this like I have no makeup on I have a hoodie on and um just sweatpants and so I'm just here chilling just ready to chat so last week's was a very heavy um not a very heavy topic but the route that I took was really heavy like it was more preachy and so I'm not gonna do that every week uh that's not really the style that I wanted to go but I do think that it was I so I didn't really intend on it being that heavy (laughs) I think I even said that during the podcast like I was like I don't know where this came from that I got so preachy because that's really not much like me either normally I'm just kind of you know just sailing and going along with the flow but last week I just got in this preachy mode and it was good but I don't want that to be the um style of this podcast so I do I want it to just feel like we're just sitting down chilling um because that's what I'm doing right now so I don't know what you're doing but I hope you've got a nice warm cup of coffee or if you don't like coffee you have a smoothie or milk or I don't know I think that's weird I think people think it's weird when people drink milk I drink milk but um I, I don't know but I just hope you're chilling I hope you're tuned in and excited because I'm super excited so I did want to say though y'all's feedback last week was just amazing like I was blown away by last week's podcast feedback because it really and I guess that's maybe why I got so heavy like God just knew some of you guys needed to hear that um because a lot of the routes that I took I didn't plan on taking like I had like I always do I have my show notes and I kind of just go through and talk but and I had bible bible uh Versus picked out and stuff, but I didn't really plan on it going the direction that it did. I'm glad that it did because I think that it spoke to a lot of you guys. So I just I loved y'all's feedback last week. I love the messages. I love the DMs. Um, any way that you guys reached out to me, text message, what like however you guys reached out to me, it was just so refreshing to hear that it spoke to you guys. It resonated with you and that you got something from it and that it was applicable to your life. Because even as I was speaking. It was applicable to my life as well and like I was the one giving it <laughs> so like there was no that I would be saying and I'm like this is so true and um I'd be like I need to like you know I need to practice this so I just really loved the feedback and I love when you guys reach out to me like it means so much to me because I really do 
pour my heart into these things and so to know that it's positively impacting you guys like it just like there's not a single message that is like old or like some of you guys are like I know you get this a lot or I know you probably hear this a lot and it's like I that doesn't even matter like you're you and you're special to like hearing it just from you is so special to me even if you send it every week like (laughs) I just I love hearing from you guys I love having those genuine conversations and building genuine friendships and just the authenticity of you guys speaking from your heart and just reaching out to me and just sharing that with me. Um, It really does mean so much to me. So if you guys hear anything in this podcast that you love, always feel free to reach out to me. And I would love, love, love if you guys would rate this podcast, um, subscribe and leave a comment as well. I would love to be able to have comments there so I can read and um, just see how how these podcasts are speaking to you guys. Because I know what they're doing for me in my life and especially while I'm sitting down studying them but I would just love to hear how they're resonating with you as well so please feel free to leave a comment or reach out to me I love hearing from you guys like that is why I'm doing this is to be relatable to you guys and to be like a sister figure an older sister figure a mentor however you see me um or just a friend just like a friend that you can relate to uh is just my goal with this whole thing so always feel like you can reach out to me I'm super super excited to hear from you guys and so if you haven't listened to last week's podcast I strongly encourage you to swing back there and check it out because if you're interested in this podcast and body positivity um that means you might be struggling with body positivity so that might mean you're struggling with discontentment or a season of discontentment so I think that you would get a lot from last week's podcast, so I encourage you to swing over there and just be encouraged and inspired and motivated and know that you're not alone and know that you're loved and know that there's a plan and a purpose for your life. So a swing over there if you have time. Um, and I think that's all. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get into today's podcast uh, or today's topic because um, it's one that I um, I I actually had this scheduled a while back, but I kept putting it off and putting it off. Um, so I've had it on my heart, but I kept moving it, just kind of bumping it back because of other topics. But body positivity is one that the majority of us struggle with. There's always going to be like small little instances where you feel a little insecure about your body, even if you just try something on in the dressing room and it looks horrible. That's even just a small instance where you might feel uncomfortable in your own body. And it's almost like those little instances are what lead us up to having a negative body image. So today I want to talk about that because I think that it's something that we can honestly all learn from. I'll probably even learn a little bit um, just as I talk and as I have, you know, have, you know, unique thoughts or original thoughts or, or whatever, just leading me through the, through the conversation. I think as Christians and especially as Christian women, uh, sorry, I'm getting readjusted in my chair, so I don't know if you can hear that. I'm always like, like all over the place but I think as Christian women we feel that it's not allowed like we're not allowed to struggle with our body image um like we feel like we have to be 100% okay with our body all good because we're supposed to understand that we were made the way that we were made it's our hearts that matter um, and that and while that is so important, like the godly answer is to just be concerned with your heart. Like I totally get that. Um, and that is that's foundational. Like the heart is the core of who you are. Your heart is the thing from which every other thing flows. Um, everything that you are comes out of your heart. And there's even the Bible verse that I have on my Instagram. First um, Peter three, four is let let your says, let your adorning be the hidden person of your heart. And while that is super foundational, like you can be 1000% about your body, never struggle with it. But if you are not concerned with your heart, you can taint everything. Like bitterness will manifest physically. Like you can look at somebody and you can see that they're bitter, that they are like holding a grudge. They're angry. They're mad. They've been mad for years. Like that stuff manifests physically. So making sure that you're paying attention to 
the hidden person of your heart is absolutely 100% important. But let's be honest, like just be completely honest. Um, it's hard not to have any focus on our body. And it, it, that honestly affects our confidence and our ability to carry out the calling that God has on our life. It really does because if you're not comfortable in your own skin, you're not going to be able to feel comfortable or confident enough to step out and do the things that God's asking you to do. So it's definitely something that we need to figure out. We need to learn how to combat because it will end up negatively impacting our lives. Like for instance, this is just from personal experience. And some of you guys might be like, this is really crazy, but I was so insecure in my body. I hated it so much that I thought everybody else was paying attention to it too and hated it too. I would refuse, refuse to go in public places. I absolutely despised it because like I would, I would, I avoided it at all costs. Like I refused to go in Walmart. I refused to go in the coffee shops. I refused to go in the bank. I refused to go to the pharmacy. I hated going to the hospital. Like I hated being out in public because I was so ashamed. Like I thought when I walked in, people were going to like look at me and be like, oh my gosh. And I just, I, I could not put myself in that situation to be around so many people that would be judging me. Because that's how I felt it would be when I walked in the room. And so here's the other issue with that is we are making an idol. So this is where I was in that insecurity. I was making an idol of my insecurity because it was the thing that was always hanging over my head. It was the only thing that I thought about. Like it was my God because... I didn't allot room for anything else. It completely controlled my life. It completely controlled my availability. It completely controlled everything that I did. So my focus was obviously not on the father. My focus was on my body. And so I did, even if, even if that, like things can be idols, even if they are not good things, like whatever, like whatever has complete control over you, whatever takes up the most room in your heart, whatever takes up the most room in your mind is your God because it, it, that's what you worship. You, you worship your image because that is where your attention is at. So I wanted to hit on that because I also heard, I might've shared this in another, another podcast, but I also heard, um, this, oh yeah, I shared this in my testimony. Someone say, if he's not God of all, then he's not God at all. And it's like, that is applicable here. Like that applies to my life here because I'm allowing my insecurity to say more about me than I'm allowing God to say about me. And so that's where those two things conflict. And then that's where you're allowing this insecurity to become your idol, become your God, because that is what is taking up so much room in your heart. And so I want to talk about ways that we can fight back because none of us none of us are naive enough to think that we're just never going to have a problem with this. Like I said, even if we are as comfortable in our skin as we think we're ever going to get, we are still going to have moments of weakness. We are still going to have moments of insecurity. We are still going to be rejected. We're going to have people chosen over us. We're going to not have as many likes. Like that is a real serious problem in today's society. I've even like I never even noticed that that was a thing like I remember I was getting in in college like my likes have went extremely down since I left college I think because like just your sorority sisters and everybody just kind of <laughs> like all your picks just because you know you like theirs and you're just I don't know but you're just around those people and so they're going to like your pictures and so when whatever I graduated my likes went extremely down um and it wasn't obviously that like devastating to me like it's not that big of a deal but it was something that I noticed but back in high school I was getting like 300 likes per per picture and it, I did I cannot even tell you how much I did not notice that like I seriously if you would have sat me down in that moment and said how many likes are you getting I would have been like I I, don't, I have no idea I don't don't even look and um, I remember I was at like a gathering and this girl was like 
um, said something about how many likes she got on a picture. And I wasn't even like paying attention to the conversation because I did not know that this was anything people paid attention to. And, um, I still, I still wouldn't have. Um, but, but she said, uh, well, you know, like, what do you know? You like, she's like, you get 300 likes per post. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, how do you even know that? I don't even know that. And she, I could just, that's when I could tell that people pay attention to likes like that defines some level of worth. And it was just so bizarre to me because I hadn't heard anyone talk about it. But then as soon as she opened up that door, well, I guess I, uh, it's not her fault, but as soon as she like mentioned that, then I started like kind of looking and paying attention. And I was like, it, it put this seed in my head, like, oh, okay, like your likes determine your worth or how much people like you. And so I started like kind of looking around. I was like, you know, well, this person gets more likes than me or like this person doesn't get as many likes as me. And so then it became this like thing almost that I had to live up to. And so then I was conscious of the things that I would post because I was like, well, what if this doesn't get as many likes? Like it was just, it was so dumb. And as shallow as it sounds, like that's the world that we live in. And if you don't pay attention to your likes, like you're lying to yourself right now because everybody does. Like, everyone knows what I did, um, is I completely turned off all my notifications for Instagram. So when people like stuff, I have no clue. I have no clue. And I don't go look, I don't go check. I don't care because it's not something that I'm going to let dictate what I post because it's, it's just, it's so silly when you think about it. And, um, I'm more than the likes that I get. Can we make that a movement? I'm more than my likes. (laughs) Because people get so hung up on that. And so then you'll start comparing yourself on Instagram because this girl's getting like tens of thousands of likes and she's posting like typically the same type of picture that you are. So you're like, oh, well, she's just worth more. Oh, people just like her more like, and then we get into this battle, this like this uh, conflict of likes determining our worth or comments determining our worth. And so I wanted to hit on that because we have to be solid and have a solid foundation of who we are, who we are in Christ, and know that regardless of who people choose over us, you know, how however many times we're people's second pick, we are always God's first choice. And so today I want to talk about practical ways that you can fight this and that you can become more positive about your body, accepting it, loving it, living in it, and more or less just feel better in the body that you have. So the first thing that I wanted to hit on, guys, I think I'm getting sick. My voice is like exasperating. I don't think that's a word, but that's what it feels like. Okay. So it's very simple. Something that I did and it actually seriously works. And I think I mentioned this in the self-love podcast, but I really want to kind of go into it because it's something that seriously, seriously has changed my life. Uh, and it's the simple act of just ask God, just ask God. That's normally not anything that ever crosses our mind, but why doesn't it? Like he's our creator. He knows like every single part about us, like the inward, the most inward part of our being, like he knows that. He knows every horrible thing we've done ever, every horrible thought we've had. Um, he's the only person, honestly, to know those horrible things and still love us more than anybody ever, ever could. Like that is so crazy to me because we can put on this front to people, um, about how great we are. We can put on this front to people about how sweet we are, about how pretty we are, and they still can't love us fully. So we set up this perfect case to be loved as much as possible by people and they still don't love us as much as the one who knows the deepest most hateful most heinous um parts of our heart and so that is just so amazing to me that he knows all of that and he still loves us more than anybody ever could so let's try to start asking him (laughs) and taking his opinion more seriously and so what that looks like what that looks like for me um the first time that i did it i just kind of like thought i was like you know what why don't i just ask god like it sounds crazy might be crazy um ended up not being it was one of the best things i ever did but i just sat down in front of the mirror which was one of the hardest places for me to be because it was honestly like 
it just always came with negative feelings and um, just hateful words about myself. And so it was really just like this hate fest. <laughs> and so I like hated going there. I hated what I saw. It was just blah. And, um, but I had this epiphany and I wanted to challenge myself to just go and sit in front of the mirror and just ask God what what he thought about me. So I sat down and I looked at myself in the mirror. Um, I didn't close my eyes. I wanted to see myself. So I sat down and I was like, what? And I just was speaking to God. And I was like, what do you love about me? And I gave him the opportunity to speak. Sometimes whenever we say we sit down and we try to hear from God, it's really just us ranting the whole time. And it's really just us like, it's really just us talking the whole time. Like we never really give him a solid chance to speak because we're never quiet long enough. Um, so I sat down and I just asked him, I said, what do you love about me? And you guys, he started just revealing my heart. And like, I started seeing myself like in a new light. I started seeing myself. And I think that's the goal of everything is just seeing ourselves how Christ sees us, seeing our seeing ourselves how God sees us, how God views us, and how much he loves us, how much mercy and compassion he has on us. Like, I started seeing myself not as like, not as a, a victim in any way, but just, um, just through a new filter of compassion and just of love that was just like kind of took these flaws and these things that were just had made my heart hard and were just like these calloused flaws I saw those things as things that just made me me things that made me unique uh and I I finally just like wasn't hard on myself about them I looked at them and I was able to accept them because they did not overcompensate or they did not overshadow the things that were beautiful about me. Like the things that I saw as beautiful held way more importance to me than the things that I saw that were negative, if that makes any sense. Like they almost paled in comparison. Like I can't even believe you're wasting your time focusing and getting distracted on these things that are so irrelevant like your ears are too big or your forehead has a scar on it or your hands are too big or your nose is too big or um, your eyes are sunken in like all of these things that I thought about myself like it was just like those things were just not even things that were singular anymore it was just everything came together to make me me which was beautiful because I was a daughter of God because God saw me as someone that he loves that he died for and so when I was sitting there and I asked him that he didn't start talking to me about my appearance like that was not the place that he went and that was what I was asking for I was asking for him to tell me the things that he saw that were beautiful about me you know what do you you know what what do you see that's beautiful about me and I was looking for these physical this th these physical responses um, or these responses to my physical features and he, that's not the route that he took he immediately started showing me my heart and he was like you love so hard like your heart is so pure um and just talking he's like you're so compassionate I love I love these like he started talking to me about these little intimate things that were just like I love your love for like elderly people I love your love for disabled people I love that you see them that you genuinely notice them and you see them as people like it was just things like that that I was just like wait what and just like these little pa these little pieces of passion that he placed in me, like, I love how hard you work. I love how sensitive you are. And something that I saw as weakness, which was something that, you know, how sensitive I was, he saw it as a beautiful thing. He saw it as a strength. He saw it as something that was unique about me that he had put thought into whenever he gave me that, um, characteristic or that trait and so he started talking to me about things in my heart and I just immediately started seeing myself through the father's eyes and so that's something that I try to do now and that I try to implement not only in the way that I look at myself but the way that I look at other people like if there's someone that I'm struggling with, uh, that I feel like they're mean or I feel like they are, you know, using people or I feel like they are you know, just doing something that I don't necessarily agree with. Um, I know still that God loves that person. And so I'll ask him to show me them as though 
he's seeing like let me see them through your eyes type of thing I'll ask him to do that and he immediately will it's so weird how whenever we ask those little things like we immediately open up this new door and we see them as and we almost see their imperfections but we see them in this light of mercy in this light of grace like their imperfections are not they're 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 more lit up in that moment like my imperfections I could see them absolutely more clear but it was the things that were my imperfections that I that he had given like things that I didn't like about myself um ended up being things that were specific to my personality and specific to who I was and I think that is just a testament to the way that Satan operates because those things that make you you are absolutely going to be the things that he attacks because it's the thing that um it's the thing that's going to empower you to to fulfill that calling like those things are specific to your calling they're things that other people don't have and that's the reason that they would never um they would never operate properly in the things that you're called to do like a nurse for instance a nurse has to be compassionate they have to be patient they have to be loving like they have to have these like these other traits that other people don't have in order to operate in the field that they're in but when it comes to like a um a, a, a lead business a lead business person like they have to be hard they have to be solid they have to not let their personal feelings get involved in the business that they're doing if that makes any sense and I'm not like stereotyping or anything like a, bi- a business person can can be compassionate can be all of those things but it's just like their communication skills have to be different they can't be as um, you know they need to be able to separate their um, emotions from their work and so whereas like emotions come into play when you're a nurse and stuff and so it's like those are going to be things like so if you are supposed to be a leader you're supposed to make solid decisions you know the enemy might attack your decisiveness he might attack your boldness he might be like you're too much like you need to calm down like people don't know how to take you and so then you start to pull back or it's even other people or it's just our flesh that point those things out and so then we start to draw back because we think that um, we need to look more like somebody else but it's like no you're not supposed to be sensitive because you are called to this area or you know you need to be able to to hold your ground because you are going to have to handle people that are going to try to manipulate you things like that and so things that are specific to your calling are always going to be things that the enemy is going to attack because he doesn't want you to operate in your calling so that's something that I want to hit on because I want you to kind of know that there is a war for your heart and he's going to try to make you feel as insecure as possible, as incapable as possible so that you do not fulfill the calling that God has on your life. You're going to go to heaven as a failed mission. I, that came off way harder than I meant for it to be, but that's ultimately what it is if you surrender the fight I mean it's not going to hurt your salvation at all you didn't do anything to earn that but if you did not um operate to the fullness I guess that you know you were intended to be or the purpose that you were put on this earth to be if you're not you know in a dead sprint towards that you know and I guess I shouldn't say failed mission but you know what I mean if you didn't touch the people that you were supposed to if you didn't do this or that out of because you were distracted um, and insecure and operating out of fear like you are going to be robbed of your purpose and so I mean that in love (laughs) I'm just I'm kind of just chilling and just chatting with you guys so I hope that didn't come off too harsh but I do think that you know if you understand the importance of this fight it'll make you stop um, being distracted by things that are irrelevant you know or being insecure because there is a war for your heart and right now if those things are controlling you you're letting you're surrendering that fight and so then that means that you're losing so if we can get a hang on a handle on those things then we're going to be smooth sailing so sit down talk to God ask him just just seriously just sit down and just be like you know what I surrender this moment to you I want to hear from you um and, and I know that this is vital and who I've called to be or in who I'm called to be or how I'm called to operate or to live or the purpose that you have on my life, I know that those things are going to be under attack because 
They're things that you've given me. Um, and Satan wants to try to keep me as in much bondage as possible. So I know that this is something that I need to do and I need to figure out. Like sometimes I'll sit down to listen to a sermon, like a, a YouTube or something, a YouTube sermon or something, and I'll just read the title and I'm like, man, I know this is just going to rip me open. Um, but it's like, you know what? That's something that I want because I would rather sit and learn it here rather than be 10 years down the road and then look back and see for the past 15 years I've been doing this thing wrong or I've been um you know I've I've lost time and it's like why do that <laughs> there's no need to do that like we have the resources here just go ahead sit down um let's chat about it and talk to God get these things taken care of and then we can you know power through it's like you know when you're in second grade you need to learn how to add or I don't even know when you do that but <laughs> probably I, I don't know, but it's like, you know, and then you're not going to get to high school and be like, oh my gosh, yo, I never learned how to do that. It just sets you back. And it's like, okay, well, I can't learn how to, I can't grow past this point because I never learned this simple thing way back when. So that's kind of not really the best example, but you get what I mean. Okay. So just sitting down, asking God, asking sitting down, asking God and taking it from there. T don't take those things lightly and know that you can ask him and, and really just focus on trying to see yourself through the Father's eyes because that is going to just be really vital in your growth and in your confidence. So the next thing that I want to talk about is practicing gratitude. So this has been really vital for me, especially since moving home from college. When I moved home from college, I was in a really, really bad depression. I was just really depressed um, moving back to my parents. It wasn't because I didn't want to be living with my parents It had or that I didn't want to be home or anything, but it was just the simple fact of like um, leaving my friends, leaving a place that I loved, l literally leaving everything that I had come to love. And I was just living without my best friends and I was just... Mm. I was just really depressed. And so I had to come to this and I was ultimately living like a completely different life. And I just didn't want to be. I wanted to be back where I was, where everything was good and everyone knew my name. That's a song. I, that didn't go how I wanted it to go. <laughs> but everybody knows your name. Da, 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 da. That's where that was supposed to go. But anyways, okay. So and so I went and I talked to, um, I reached out to somebody because I was like, I'm not doing good right now. And I need a little extra help. And so they told me to do this gratitude, um, this, uh, oh gosh, what'd they call it? I don't, I don't know, but ultimately it's just practicing gratitude. So whenever I wake up in the morning, I would do this gratitude list. I would, um, come up with things that I was grateful for. And then the entire day I would focus on my gratefulness for that thing. And so it took my thinking and it took it from all of the stuff that I had lost and all the stuff that I was so sad about to being grateful for the things that I did have. And so, um, I think this correlates absolutely. So, so this is something that I've had to do just with my body and with my image, um, or just, you know, accepting my image, um, is practicing gratitude, you know, like being thankful for the small things, being thankful that you're healthy, being thankful that you can walk. I mean, and, and it's like, gosh, like, do I want to spend whole, <laughs> the whole day being grateful for that thing? But, you know, be grateful for, and it doesn't have to just be body positivity, like just practicing gratitude that you, just looking at your body and just knowing like all the stuff, all the ways that it serves you. You know, being grateful that you can use your hands, being grateful that you have limbs. Like, and I know that that's like sounds so, so bizarre, but there, guys, there are people who, who can't, who don't, um, or who, you know, struggle with different things in their body that, and here we are upset because, you know, we've gained three extra pounds and it's like, we were the worst, honestly. So just trying to focus on just being grateful. So replacing, and I talked about this in the last podcast, but um, being grateful. It so so taking that negative thought and replacing it with something that you're grateful for. You know, just being like, well, you know, well, at least I can stand up and I can walk and I can go do these things. Like, I'm so grateful that I have the ability that my body serves me so well. Like, I'm so grateful for my body. I'm so grateful for it being healthy. I'm so grateful for this or for that and the way that my body serves me because I can get up and I can walk to this place. I can get up and I can drive to this place. I can, you know, I, I'm not in any pain. Like there was a time in my life where I was in serious, like 
consistent pain for two months. And I remember thinking like, I don't know how people with chronic pain do it. I have literally no idea. And since then, I've had a different outlook on my body and just not having like consistent pain, you know, and just being thankful for the body that I had. Like focus on being thankful for your body and the way that, and I know I've said this a thousand times, but the way that it serves you, because I really do think that it will change your perception and you will stop nitpicking the little things that we are getting distracted by. So then the next practical thing I want to talk about is stop weighing yourself. (laughs) You don't have to do this like for a long time, but if you're somebody who, like I know people who weigh themselves every day and if they gain a pound, From last night to this morning or even yesterday morning to this next morning and they saw that they went up in weight one pound, it ruins their whole day. They are in their head all day about it. And that's so insane because it could be, I mean, it could be a multitude of things. You could have been shifted. You could have been, uh, it could be water. I don't know. It's just like, Oh my word, like did you have a hair piece in? Like you know what I mean? And for it for to let one single pound ruin your entire day is absolutely absurd. You are living imprisoned by a number. We let numbers define us all of the freaking time. If it's not our weight, it's our likes. If it's not our likes, it's our dress size. If it's not our dress size, it's are inches. It's just like, what the heck? It, 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 we, I'm, I'm speechless right now because it's all numbers. We verify everything with numbers. Like we have to be precise about everything and we have to know everything, the ins and outs of everything. Like we monitor everything about ourselves and we just it we, it's everything has been set to a standard there are standards for everything of which we do and if we are outside of those standards like if we aren't at our goal weight if we you know can't fit into this it's like oh my gosh we must we must be crap compared to everybody else because everyone else you know can look this great everyone else like well Susie she's lost like five pounds this whole week and it's like geez I'm I'm way more disciplined at the gym than her I'm I eat way better than her like that I deserve to be the one losing weight and it's like then we hate our body because then something must be wrong with our body because Susie's losing weight and we're not losing weight so they're just I hate my body like my metabolism sucks and so we're just like focusing all on all the ways that our body disserves us rather than serves us and so everything becomes a heart condition because we weigh ourselves one day and um you know we lost a pound and we're like oh yeah I am awesome I am fitness queen like you can't stop me I am like on a you know I'm just gonna lose all this weight and I am a rock star and then the next day we gain a weight and it's like oh I knew I shouldn't have eaten that extra cookie and like then we beat ourselves up for all of the things that we did wrong wondering what it could be and then we don't allow ourselves to live this day and it's just a vicious cycle of all of this time that we lose worrying and stressing which honestly stressing makes us gain weight but whatever so we spend all this time stressing about our weight stressing about our body and just knocking ourselves and belittling ourselves until we reach that goal weight and then we reach that goal weight and we're still not satisfied we still aren't comfortable we still aren't confident in ourselves and how we feel because we think like oh once I hit this goal weight then I'm gonna be good and then we just find a new person to compare ourselves to like oh well now she's toned and like I've lost all this weight now I have to get toned it's like it never ends so we have to reach this this uh point of inner peace to where our happiness is not dictated by the way that we look or by the way that other people look. So the next practical, the next practical piece of advice that I wanted to share with you guys, I am so passionate about this. I think you guys can tell whenever I talk about it because I think it is just a simple thing that we can do that will positively impact our every day. And so that is just make okay so I say this I'm not sure if you guys know what I mean by it but make your wardrobe serve you because we all have this super unhealthy relationship with our closet I mean right 
I I have like a, a really, really unhealthy relationship with <laughs> my clothes. And so it's like we let these this it's like when I would go to get something out of my closet, I just knew that everything wasn't going to fit. Or it was like this whole like 2080 thing where 20 percent of the clothes in my closet looked OK. And then like the 80 percent. I didn't feel good in and I did not feel confident in and or didn't fit me either at all or properly. And so and it didn't pair with any of the 20 percent. And so I would just like be in this cycle of like the same like eight pieces of clothing that I felt good in. And so it's like, well, if I just wore that, you know, you're obviously going to wear it out and you're going to stop wanting to wear it because you've worn it so much. <laughs> and so I, 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 I've come to this new concept of making sure that your wardrobe serves you rather than you serving your wardrobe because that's always what it comes down to it it, in the past it's always came down to like my body serving these clothes like my body like the clothes set the standard and then my body had to live up to the expectation of what that was supposed to look like on me even though I don't have the same body type as the models that wore it. Yeah, that might be a cute shirt, but on my body, it it wasn't going to look good. And then I would call that my fault or like my, like I wasn't living up to this expectation. Like I was failing because I didn't look good in this shirt or I didn't look good in these pants. And so then it became like a fault of mine and I saw myself as ugly or fat or um, just whatever it was that looked bad. (laughs) And so I've started to have this new concept of, you know, like it's not my responsibility to make these clothes look good on me. Like that might look good on her, but it's not my responsibility to make that look good. Like I'm going to stop serving clothes and serving looks and trends and styles that I may like. I'm going to stop serving that and make these clothes serve my body so some people are probably like what is she even talking about like she's like you're probably laughing but it really like switching that mindset to be like you know what no I'm supposed to find like I'm supposed to find clothes that serve me I'm not supposed to go into the store and try to make my body serve these clothes so it really helps whenever I go and I'm like picking stuff out because I might see something that would be so cute on a girl that is a size two and five foot four, <laughs> but that's not me. So that's not going to look, that's not going to look good on me, but I stopped making that my fault. It's not anyone's fault. It's just those clothes don't serve my body. And so my mission now is to go into the store and find something that's going to serve me, making those clothes serve me. And I keep saying that because I think that it's just a good way to go about it. Um, and just to, know that you're guys we're just so hard on ourselves and so to go in it and make it like your gig like you be the um the 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 one to set the tone because a lot of girls have such bad uh anxiety around shopping and this is something because I mean like obviously like I used to um but I'm and I thought it was just me but the more that I like help girls in that area I'm realizing like there's a lot more people that get really really um nervous about going shopping because they just know that like shopping that day is going to mean hating themselves that day and that used to be me like I would go shopping and I would like not be able to find a single thing that looked good on me not like I would I would and I would be so like it would ruin my whole day because I'd be like wow I went up in a pant size when and I might have but sometimes it was like just a different store where they're you know the size was different like or it fit smaller and they, they ran smaller and so but I would be so hung up on that and feel so self-conscious and so upset like the whole day and it's so like I, I so when I switched my mind when I changed my mind from like making sure that the clothes were serving me it put me in control of the day it put me in control of what I put on and knowing like you know oh if this doesn't look good oh this doesn't serve me and so I don't I have nothing to do with it. I have no need for it. I need to find something that's going to serve me in the way that I deserve to be served. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but so I think trying to get in that mindset of loving yourself and going in there and being like, I'm going to find something that does good for me because I deserve that. And instead of you going in 
as the person that has to live up to these expectations because it really shouldn't be about that. It should be about you and what you feel confident in and comfortable in and what you feel beautiful in. And so stop getting hung up on the things that you don't look good in. That just simply doesn't serve you and you deserve the best. So it's almost like of no importance to you you know, hang it up, toss it back up. That sucks. Not into it. It's a sucky dress (laughs) because it doesn't serve me and I deserve the best. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, so try to develop a wardrobe that does that for you, that you can walk up to it and know that everything in there and... (laughs) I mean, that's probably living in a perfect world. Like I, this is something that I practice and there's still stuff in my wardrobe that I'm like, ah, I probably could have done without that because I just don't put it on. So I'm like, I just don't feel my best in this. Uh, but you know, trying to build and put together a wardrobe that you're going to walk up to and feel confident knowing that everything in there is going to serve your body and serve everything perfect about you because you are, you're beautiful and we need to reach a point where we stop comparing ourselves to everyone else. We do that way too much. And this is something that is talked about so, so stinking much. So I know that you guys are aware of it is to stop comparing yourself to people, but you cannot grow unless you stop comparing yourself to people. And so this is where asking God to see them through his through his eyes comes in handy and then this is also important for um remembering that you know even if you did so there are people that you compare yourself to and whether it be someone who has a body type like or the body type that you want or has a hair color that you want or has hair that you want or bigger lips or whatever it is that you're that you're comparing yourself to Whenever you say you strive to be like that, you strive to get that thing, because normally that's what we do when we compare ourselves to people. We see them as better than us, and then we try to become that, but in our own way. And so, you know, whether we're comparing ourselves to their clothes, their body, whenever we reach that, we're just going to find either someone new to compare ourselves to, or we're going to remain in competition with them. And so that just keeps us distracted. That keeps us living in this consistent, like this constant need to perform. Like, and that was something that I found like with this whole like thing, the the whole likes thing that I was talking about earlier, like when someone pointed out how many likes I was getting. And it was like, I, then I felt the need to perform because I was living up to this expectation. I was living up to this competition, quote unquote, or this comparison, this, this, you know, point of comparison and um i mean comparison happens both ways you know this is that so okay okay we're okay so yikes okay so there are two different types of comparison and some of you oh my gosh okay so the first type of comparison is comparing ourselves to people that are like who we want to become Um, or we think that are better than us, but then there's another type of comparison that we do whenever we're feeling bad about ourselves and that's compare ourselves to somebody that we don't see as equivalent to us, that we see as below us and we compare ourselves to them because they make us feel better about ourselves. So that's yikes. So that fits into body positivity because you're comparing yourselves and call, calling yourself better than this other person because you're insecure in who you are. Um, otherwise, you wouldn't have a need to compare or be better than them. Does that make sense? Like, so quit quit reaching and quit p- putting people below you, even if it's in your mind, because you're no better than them. You're not. You're absolutely not better than them. And I'll tell you that from a place of love because you need to be humble and you need to be loving and you need to be sweet to every single person because they're beautiful in their way and you're beautiful in your way. And God loves you no more than he loves that person. So stop doing that. So if the thought crosses your mind, well, at least I'm not like so-and-so or, oh, she's, you know, gosh, what's she wearing? Like, you know, just to puff ourselves up as you know at least we're not like the bottom (laughs) you know what I mean so yeah stop just stop comparing yourself on every every level because I would say comparing yourself to someone lower than you is even even worse than chasing someone who you want to be like so 
anyway, so the next thing I want to talk about, and so this kind of just flows right into this, is stop speaking words of hate. And so that might even look different in a couple of ways. You know, just because you don't see it out, say it out loud, doesn't mean you're not speaking words of hate. You can be thinking them in your head. It's just like, it's one of those things where whatever you fill yourself up with, like that's what you're going to be. You know what I mean? Like um, you put Gatorade in an unmarked bottle. It's a Gatorade bottle. You put water in an unmarked bottle. It's a water bottle. So whatever you're putting in yourself, like that's what you are. And that's how you're going to be perceived. And that's how you're going to perceive yourself. So speaking those words of hate, speaking or thinking those words of hate and planting those seeds, we water them, you know, because we're just filling ourselves up with with all of these like horrible things. And I've learned to discern the voice I hear in my head um, because there will be times, I mean, still guys, like I've, I've been like doing this forever and it's still like, you would think it would eventually just stop. (laughs) It doesn't, but there's a voice in my head, like that will come up and we'll be like, that's stupid. Like, or, you know, like, don't do that. That's stupid. Or like, we'll just start talking, like saying mean things, like whenever I have an idea or something like that. And, um, or whenever I want to do something different or, or just I'm feeling inspired or, whatever the case may be, but I can, I, as soon as I hear that voice, I know exactly if it was God or not. Like sometimes I don't know if it's always me or, you know, something else, but I always immediately, almost immediately can always tell if it's God or if it's not God. And so God's voice will always be soft and gentle and loving. It will never speak fear into you. It will never condemn you. It will never judge you and it will never speak doubt into you. So like his voice is like your spirit. It's never going to make you feel less than. It's never going to make you feel unworthy or unloved or invalued. And so whenever you're having those thoughts come into your head, the only ones that you should let take root are those feelings or are those words of affirmation and of love. So whenever you're hearing hateful things, um, stop feeding into them and stop saying them yourself because it almost comes to a point where we hear it so much that it that it just becomes who we like we we hear it so much in our heads that we begin to say it we say it so much and then it's who we become like we're known for whatever that insecurity is because we made it such a um such a production or such a huge part of our being or a huge part of our um, the way that we live. And so stop speaking those words of hate. Instead, replace those words with words of love. Like be intentional about that. As soon as you hear it and you catch it, sometimes we don't always catch it. And so that's whenever you need to start training your mind because even now there are things that I don't catch. Like just because it's a voice that we're so used to hearing um, that it's hard to catch it. But whenever you do catch it, stop yourself and say, you know what? No, I'm not going to believe that. Like, I know that was not a thought from God. And if it's not a thought from God, then it's not a thought that I want to have because I am so secure in who he says I am. I'm so confident in his love and his plan and his purpose for me that if God is not telling me not to do this or if God, like God would never call you ugly. God would never call you dumb. He would never say anything about you to make you feel hurt or insecure or worried, or stressed. Like, he is not going to do that. That's not him. That's not his character. It says the, in the word, it says, um, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but of sound, uh, but of love and sound mind. And so focusing in and zeroing, zeroing in on that, because God's opinion is the only one that matters. God's thought, his love, God's thoughts, his love, like those are the only things that we should allow to take root in our hearts because everything else is a distraction distracting us away from those things so try to be conscious about the words that you speak speak out um because as a child of god as a daughter of god you do have authority behind the things that you say so we've talked about how words are super super important like they are they they carry a lot of authority i mean when god spoke like I mean, God speaks and he creates things like that's how all of us work. That's how everything was created was he spoke like words carry so much authority behind them. Like, have you ever noticed, like if you say something enough, um, it'll eventually happen. Or if you like are hung up on something enough, like I remember even like 
uh, there's even some relationships where people say so much. He's going to cheat on me. It's not going to happen. He's not going to like me. He's going to find something wrong with me. Like, and they keep feeding this. They keep putting it out. And so this is where the whole universe hop you know crap gets people you know like the universe you put what you put out into the universe you're going to get back and so I think that's just a misconstrued um how God operates is because our words carry authority but whatever so whenever you speak those things out you are speaking as a daughter of God you are speaking with authority because whether or not you want them to your words carry weight because that is a gift that God gave you that he is not at liberty to take away from you. He's not going to do that because whenever you become a daughter of God, you inherit all of that. And he's not going to withhold that stuff back from you because that's not how God works. Um, You inherit all of him, everything about him. Like he loves you. And so it's not his fault that you're misusing it. So whenever you speak and you speak with that authority and that hate, like those are things that are going to take root. And that's essentially things that you're speaking into existence. So be intentional about the words that you speak. Be intentional about loving yourself and about speaking God's um, truth and his love and his promises over you because those are the things that are going to manifest in your life as you speak them over you because your words carry authority. And I genuinely mean that. So um, I've talked about this before too, but so you can create one just for body positivity, but create, create a little mantra, um, a little, a, uh, uh, a little thing that you can recite about who you are because that is big T truth. That's stuff that is never going to change. That is stuff that is secure for eternity. So really hone in on that stuff because eventually all this stuff is going to pass away and that is the only thing that's going to matter. And so I just want to encourage you also to remember that even in getting this down, it does not mean that it's easy. Like, I I mean, like I have made super, super big strides in this and there are still times where I'll take like three steps back. But what's awesome about it is the things that I struggle with today are completely different than the things that I struggled with even a year ago. So don't look at the things that you struggle with as, you know, these setbacks and things. Look at them as things that you have to fight today so that a year from now, it's not anything that you're still battling. Because you've grown and you've gained confidence and you've made strides, you've, you know, you're, 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 you're pressing forward and you are um, becoming more confident. You're stepping into your calling and you can lead the people that come behind you. You can show them that there is a way to combat these feelings. There's a way to fight these insecurities and to win. So, um, yeah, know that it's not always going to be easy. Know that there are still going to be curveballs. Like there are still going to be things that happen that make you feel crappy. There's still going to be bad days, bad weeks, um, really bad moments, but you're strong enough to handle it. Like body positivity, that's something that you know about. That's something that you can fight and that's something that you refuse to be distracted um, by. So you're good. You're good to go and you are well prepared for the journey ahead because you know that it's not going to be all you know rainbows and butterflies like because of a bad day you're not going to be swayed your foundation is not going to be shaken because of all of the time that you have spent um pouring love and peace and joy and god's truth into yourself and those things that you believe like you're not going to let one lie come in like a rock and and tear down the brick how brick house <laughs> the the brick wall that you've built uh because it pales in comparison. You might look at that lie and be like, you know what? <laughs> that hurt a little bit, but it's not going to shake my foundation because I know who I am. I know who I am in Christ. I know who he's called me to be. I know that he says that I'm loved. There's a plan and a purpose for my life. And I know that his promises for me are all yes and amen. So you can take that little lie. You can do whatever you want with it, but I'm not going to let it affect me. So it's, you know, there there are going to be things that hurt, but don't look at that as backpedaling uh, because you're good. You're solid. You know who you are. So don't get discouraged whenever you have a bad day. You know, have a bad day. Be sad, but don't 
unpack and stay there. Recognize that it's a bad day and keep pushing, keep moving forward. So I hope that this podcast um, touched you guys and helped you through a little bit. I hope that um, there are things that resonated with you. I hope that you struggle. If you struggle with, you know, a negative body image, that this podcast had some good practical things to apply to your life. So um, just the ones that we talked about would just be like asking God what he loves about you, doing the gratitude test, stop weighing yourself um, and just uh, and stop comparing yourself and turn the <laughs> turn the notifications on your Instagram off and make sure that your wardrobe is serving you. So yeah, that's something that I really value is like just those like Ta- those tactics and those like strategic things that, that we can do to help get get us to this point because sometimes you can be shown like okay here's the truth but it's like yeah I see that and I want that to be true in my life but if I if you're still doing all of these horrible habits like nothing's going to change like you might know that's the truth but you're never going to believe it because of all of the stuff that you're still um, you're still living in this cycle and so the cycle needs to change and so that's what I hope these steps help you do is just change your cycle, change your thinking, change the way you see yourself and your perception of yourself. And I hope that through this and just seeking God and what he says about you, that you will come to that and it will be something that you will know for yourself. So I love you guys. I'm praying for you as always. I had a blast with this podcast. I hope that you guys did too. Please, if something resonated with you, please leave a comment and um, don't forget to rate this podcast and subscribe. That's super, super helpful to me. And it's also super, super encouraging um, just to see when you guys are, (laughs) see when you guys are listening and who's subscribed and stuff. So I love you guys and I cannot wait for next week. I'll see you soon. Bye.